Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Just whatever song None you want. None of your own originals? No. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You know, no one wants to sit through them while I'm alive. Why would <laughs> make them sit through it while I'm dead? The class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show, Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Monique Gregoire, okay. not Tammy Burns. Not Tammy Burns. No, I come back after what was a five-week vacation. It really wasn't that long. It's just right. that's the way the Sundays fell. Mm-hmm. And my wife is a co-host for five weeks. I come back, and I come back to this. Tammy will be the new co-host. Tammy will be the new co-host. Why? Tell the people why. Go ahead. Moving on. You're moving leaving, on to new adventures. You're leaving us. You're you're going how many miles is it? What about twenty five miles to the east? Where's Mandeville? Yeah, about yeah, that much. About twenty five miles to the east. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks for not telling me on vacation. It's like when you <laughs> like when you have somebody take care of your cat. Yeah, you know? I had to tell you in person. Yeah, gotta wait. Well look, the cat died. Let's just wait till they get <laughs> back from vacation. So uh you even said, well, don't worry about it. Just tell everyone I'm gone. And I said, no, no, no. You right. have to come back, do one more show so you can do a farewell mm-hmm. and say a quick goodbye and all of that. Was it something I did that made you laugh? Was of it that? Of course. Really? It always is. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's my, been my problem since high school dating. Was it, why don't you just start the conversation with, let's talk about us. <laughs> you should do that. Okay. Uh-oh. So I say to you, well, since it's your last show, let's not go with one that I put together. Why don't you, mm-hmm. Monique, or as I call you, Monique, mm-hmm. why don't you come up with a topic? You are a macabre <laughs> person. I am. I really am. And this, I actually, I started working on this like six months ago, and then the baby came. And This is songs that were played at rock stars' funerals. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with you? But see, it's... It's what? Go ahead, explain this. It's a celebration of life. It all depends on how you look at it. Okay. You know, I went to a funeral that the music was perfect. Yeah. I was sitting in the funeral going, this person would be so excited because it's exactly what she would have wanted. Right. So it kind of made me and my husband start thinking about what we wanted and talk, talking about what we wanted because we're not extremely traditional people. Right. Um, so that kind of led to, well, I wonder what other rock stars have played at their funerals. Fair enough. Did they and- celebrate life? Right. Or did they have, like, I tried to find major, major rock stars, Janis Joplin, Mm -hmm. and I went to the 27 Club first. Oh, yeah. The vast majority of them had a private ceremony with friends, family, Mm -hmm. and there were no records, at least, of what songs were played. Right. I noticed there were a lot of cremations as well. Right. They just, well, they didn't want a place Uh, where, you know, you could be deified. Mm -hmm. But there are 
Rockstar funerals where people did play music. Mm-hmm. Michael Hutchins, lead yes. singer of In Excess. Do you mm-hmm. remember what songs were played for Michael Hutchins? Oh, actually sang by uh, Nick Cave. Yeah, I actually looked it up. It's actually one of In Excess's songs, Never Tear Us Apart and Into My Arms. That's right. So mm-hmm. I don't have the Nick Cave version. Obviously, it wasn't recorded and right. wasn't released, but I have In Excess, Never Tear Us Apart, as we do a fond farewell to... Uh, Monique sits over here to my left. I know it's the radio, but she's over here to my left. It's in excess on Rockstar. Don't ask me what you know is true. Don't have to tell you. I was there. Coming out of In Excess, Never Tear Us Apart, again, I don't have the Nick Cave version. This funeral that you went to mm-hmm. that you, you know, I actually got this idea from, do you remember the music that was played at the funeral? I do. It was um, it was a Catholic funeral, and, mm-hmm. but the main thing that I remember, it was my, um, my mother's nanny, is the church doors opened, and as they did... Um, on Eagle's Wings was playing. Okay. And it was just, it was one of those moments that you take in life and you stop and you take everything in. You're like, this is a beautiful moment. Right. And then, um, what was the other one? You Raise Me Up. Okay. And then Ave Maria. You know, since I was little, my mom has always said, these are the songs that I want at my funeral. And this was a lot of the same songs that was at this funeral. But the yeah, see, timing and everything was perfect. You yeah, see, most little girls think about what they want at their wedding. And you're thinking about your <laughs> funeral. You are an odd, I'm odd a twisted person. person. It's okay. Yeah, I'll give you that. Tupac Shakur. Yes. Had no music at his funeral. Uh-huh. There, there was a private ceremony planned by his mother. That then got canceled at the last second. Tupac's alive. (laughs) Tupac is not alive. No, something very, very bad happened to him. Mm -hmm. However, he was cremated. Mm -hmm. Do you know what happened to some of his ashes? I do. It was um, rolled into a joint and smoked by his crew. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's weird. You smoked someone's remains. Yes. I didn't know, but (laughs) yeah. There's also a belief that Keith Richards snorted while mixed with cocaine some of his father's remains. I've heard that too. I still don't know if that's true or whether it is an urban Rolling Stones legend. (laughs) There are some great Rolling Stone legends. Mm -hmm. I'm still not sure if that's true or not. (laughs) Amy Winehouse. Yes. When she passed away, part of the 27 Club. Again, Mm -hmm. I told you, I went through the 27 Club. First. That's the first group of people I went to. And next to none of them had songs. Mm -hmm. However, this one, and you found it as well. Right. Her father requested that one of Amy's favorite songs be played and encouraged people at the funeral to sing along, which I think is a good idea. Oh, I do too. Leslie Nielsen, when he died, the Mm -hmm. the comedic actor, had his body embalmed with the corners of his mouth up. So his face was in a smile. I didn't know that. And required people to tell jokes at his funeral. (laughs) <laughs> required them to. That's fine. So I think, see, I think that's the better way to go out. Exactly. You know, don't mourn, don't cry. I'm fine. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm either in a better place or nowhere, depending on which way you believe. Exactly. You know, so he required people to sing Carol King so far away. Yep. So if you liked Amy Winehouse, you are. It's Carol King on Rock School. So far away does 
Okay, we're running a little bit behind the time, which next to never happens on this <laughs> show. See, this is your last show. Thus, uh-huh. these things happen. Are you familiar with Gigi Allen? I know the name. Gigi Allen was a scatological, if you will, punk artist uh-huh. who was, as you know what scatological uh-huh. means, I see it all over your face. He would cut himself on the top of his head, bleed okay. down over his face. He would have the audience all spit in a cup and then drink it at the Aww. end of the show. Yeah, he, uh, uh, let's see. Iggy Pop was a classical concert with oboes compared <laughs> to Gigi Allen. Most of it was all underground stuff. You kind of had to know oh, where. Yeah. It's not like, you know, Gigi Allen at the Sanger. No, <laughs> that didn't happen. Kind of had to know where he was. His last oh. tour, I'm really finger quoting. Right. He was going to kill himself on stage at the end of his tour he finally had a heroin overdose Mm -hmm. i don't have specifically what songs played at his funeral but it was 1950s country music he by his own wishes at his wake was put into the casket Uh unembalmed unpreserved dressed in a black leather jacket and jock strap Okay. And when his friends and onlookers would come by, they would put bottles of Jim Beam inside and beside the casket. You can see these photos. Feel free to go online and look for these. I think I saw this when I was doing research way a while back. Not kidding about this. And then they would take pills and dope and shove it into his mouth. And they would have to go, while the wake was going on, go and sort of take it out of his mouth and then other would be put in yeah so yeah oh yeah apparently was quite awful jim henson Mm -hmm. the puppet master when he passed away he had uh big bird sing a heart-wrenching version of being green and then the muppets over top of his casket Uh sang a series of his favorite songs and the whole thing ended with a dixieland jazz band playing when the saints go marching in Attendees were prohibited from wearing black in accordance with Henson's wishes. They had to dress in the colors of the Muppets. That's awesome. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Last one. Here we go. We'll play a song for this one. Jimmy Dean. Okay. Now, everybody knows him for sausage, and he's also the man (laughs) who created the pancake-wrapped breakfast corn dog. (laughs) They're really good. There's nothing good for you about them, but they're so good. Very specific burial instructions. Mm -hmm. He would be entombed in a $350,000 piano-shaped mausoleum that he purchased a few years before his death. The inscription on the piano, here lies one hell of a man. Okay. Why? His big hit was Big Bad John, in which he refers to Big Bad John (laughs) as one hell of a man. That's so funny. Here's the sausage guy, Big Bad John, on Rock School. Every morning at the mine, you could see him arrive. He stood six foot six and weighed 245, kind of broad at the shoulder and narrow at the hip. The marble stand in front of him. These few words are written on that stand. At the bottom of this mine lies a big, big man. Big John.
Coming out of uh, Jimmy Dean's Big Bad John, I went looking online for the top songs Mm -hmm. played at funerals. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, you were able to find the American version. I wasn't able to find that. Who is your source on that? AmericanSongwriter.com. Okay, fair enough. The only one I could find. That's fine. At least they're based in some way. I found a lot of uh, funeral homes that said, here's what gets played at our place. Right. But that, to me, didn't show the entire United States. At least you have a um, a decent source there. Right. The one I kept finding was a 2010 British study that showed uh-huh. um, these are of something like 3,000 caretakers in Britain ah. and what songs are played in Britain. So mm-hmm. I'll give you the Brits first. You then give me the top 10 songs played in America. Okay. These are the top 10 songs played in British funerals. The Cricket Theme by Booker T and the MGs. Now, these are themes that are played during sporting events. Okay. You'll Never Walk Alone, Jerry and the Pacemakers. Okay. Enigma Variation by Elgar. I have no idea. I'm glad you did that one. No idea what that is. <laughs> Number seven, uh, Robbie Williams, Angels. Mm-hmm. Number six, All Things Bright and Beautiful, a traditional. Frank uh, Sinatra's My Way. Ah. Match of the Day theme. This is a theme that's played before a soccer match. Okay. It would be like someone playing the NFL theme. Like <laughs> Monday Night Football. Was it Carrie yeah. Underwood that's singing it? It's not Carrie Underwood. What's it? Faith Hill. Oh, okay. Faith Hill is singing it now. Yeah. Uh, Abide With Me is number three. Okay. Uh, number two is The Lord Is My Shepherd. Both of those traditional. Makes sense. And the number one song being played at British funerals right now. Always look on the bright side Aww. of life from Monty See, Python. That's nice. Yeah, and I brought that one along. We might finish the show on that. Good. One. Okay, well, what are the Americans? Americans, number 10, Danny Boy, pick an artist by Yeah, anyone. oh, yeah. That's But funny thing is, that's a either an Irish or a Scots song, depending on how you, how you look at it. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Number nine, Abide With Me, uh-huh. Harry Seacombe. Yeah, well, number, again, it's a traditional. You can. Okay, I've yeah. never heard that one. Uh-huh. Uh, number eight, Over the Rainbow by Judy Garland. Uh-huh. I really like that one. Number seven, We'll Meet Again by Vera Lynn. Mm-hmm. Number six, Amazing Grace. Various artists by again. By whomever. Right. Yeah. Uh, number five, The Wind Beneath My Wings. Bette Midler. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Number four, Unforgettable, Nat King Cole. Uh, um, is it Nat King Cole or Nat King Cole and his daughter? No, it just says Nat King just Cole. Just Nat King Cole? Okay, mm-hmm. fine enough, fair enough. Uh, number three, Time to Say Goodbye, Andrea Bo- Bocelli. Bocelli. Okay, thank you. Uh-huh, the blind guy. Uh-huh. And number two, Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. Uh-huh. I like that one a lot, too. Uh-huh. And number one, which was also on the British, uh, My Way by Frank Sinatra. Uh, you know, <laughs> that I, that's a good song. I get it. Uh-huh. But how many people in this world actually did it their way? Exactly. You know, some guy puts in 45 years in accounts receivable <laughs> at some company. He at, gets the gold-plated watch that's when he right. retires. Thank you, Bob. We don't really know who you are. I did it my <laughs> way. Did you, Bob? Really? Driving a Hyundai to work every day? Just wondering. Who's listening to us? Uh, right we there. got KSCL in Shreveport. That's right. We do. Get us on Facebook or we'll cry. Search Rock School Radio Show and like us. You really like us. This is Monique's last show. So if you wish, jump on and say bye-bye to her. And I'll post that again on Facebook this coming Thursday. Next week, my wife takes over. So back in a minute with more songs that were played at Rockstar Funerals.
Coming out of the break, talking about more songs played for Rockstar Funerals, Stevie Ray Vaughan mm-hmm. died in a helicopter crash, 1990. Yeah. Bonnie Raitt sang Amazing Grace. Oh, I bet you that was beautiful. I wonder if she played guitar oh. while she did it or it was just a cappella. I have a, a Christmas album, Merry Axmas, that has, <laughs> uh, it's what it's called, has um, Jeff Beck. Uh-huh. Playing a version of Amazing Grace. It's so good. Ronnie Van Zandt of Leonard Skinnerd died in a plane crash in 1977. Mm-hmm. They played Merrill Haggard's I Take a Lot of Pride in What I'm Playing. Mm-hmm. Charlie Daniels sang Amazing Grace. Oh. 150 Close Friends and Family, Orange Park, Florida. That's where he was originally mm-hmm. uh, buried. But the song that was also played that we're going to play, David Allen Coe, another pretty country song. We'll play oh. that in just a second. Mm-hmm. There there was a, a grave, I don't know if robbery is what you would call it. Uh-huh. The casket was pulled from the mausoleum. Oh, okay. Um, I've heard the story that the body was stolen and all of that. I've heard similar. Right. Uh, from what I've read, the casket was simply pulled. And okay. I think this is, from this point on, it's Joe postulating. Right. This is not new. From this point on, it's Joe postulating. I think the reason was there was a theory that he, Ronnie Van Zant, was buried in a Neil Young t-shirt. Because you remember that? I hope Neil Young will remember. A Southern man don't need him around anyhow. Uh-huh. There was no way he was buried in a Neil Young t-shirt. His mother was alive. And a good Southern mother is not going to bury her son exactly. in a Neil Young t-shirt, <laughs> period. So I think that's the reason. Because the, the grave site was opened and the casket was taken out. Right. If you wanted the body, you could have gotten it. Correct. So I think that's what they wanted. They opened it. Ah, no Neil Young t-shirt. Done. And and went away. So, that's a lot of effort. It is, but you know how sycophantish some fans can get. I guess. So... It is David Allen Coe, another pretty country song here in Rock School. I bought this rhinestone suit in California. These boots came all the way from Mexico. This Cadillac ain't nothing, son. Yeah, I can cry deep down inside and keep on smiling. Coming out of David Allen Coe, another pretty country song played at the funeral of Ronnie Van Zant. Here's one we may not play, Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. when she passed away. Alicia Keys sang Send Me an Angel. Mm-hmm. Also, Stevie Wonder, he closed the ceremony um, with Ribbon in the Sky. Mm-hmm. And then when they uh, carried her casket out, the song I Will Always Love You, her version Oh, okay. Uh, played. They also played Sam Cooke's A Change Is Gonna Come. Aww. Apparently, also, Bobby Christina, who just passed away, right. hers and uh, Bobby Brown's daughter, mm-hmm. they played Whitney Houston's Jesus Loves Me. Oh, that's and I don't, beautiful. I don't know any other um, facts or what have you from, uh, from Bobby Christina's mm-hmm. uh, funeral. So, Sad. odd that they both died the same way. Exactly. In a bathtub. Mm -hmm. And now they're saying there might be something nefarious to it. That Bobby Christina's boyfriend, husband, I don't know if they were married or not, Uh may have actually 
drugged her. Huh. I've heard that. It's been it's been alleged. Right. Whether it's true or not, obviously, we have, don't have any idea. So let's move along. We'll play one out of the uh, seven days and 70 seconds. We are at the bottom of the hour. I'm Joe Burns. For the last time, you are? Monique Gregoire. Or Monique, as I call you. <laughs> these are the dates, August 10th all the way through August 16th. Something that happened on these rock and roll dates. Let's find out. You got Monday for the last time. Go. August 10th, 1961, 14-year-old Helen Shapiro became the youngest female artist to top the UK chart when You Don't Know rose to number one. August 11, 1973, after seeing Kiss play at the mm-hmm. New York Hotel, producer Bill Acoin becomes their manager and promises them a record deal. August 12, 1970, Janis Joplin performs her final concert at Harvard Stadium to a packed house of 10,000. She would die of a drug overdose less than two months later. August 13, 1971, saxophonist King Curtis is stabbed to death outside of his New York home while arguing with a group of men. He appears on many hits in the 1950s and 60s, including the coasters Yakety Yak. He was 37. August 14, 1965, the McCoys' Hang On Sloopy is released. August 15, 1958, Buddy Holly is married to 25-year-old Maria Elena Santiago. And finally, August 16th, 1962, two years and four days after joining, Pete Best is fired from the Beatles by manager Brian Epstein. Oh. Kurt Cobain. Yes. Okay. There's some neat um, neat little stories. Mm-hmm. He, he, even, he cites Lennon as his idol. Right. Uh, in various journals he kept throughout his career. There's a neat little story that uh, if you listen real closely to the Nevermind LP and other LPs, uh-huh. specifically Nevermind, his voice, Kurt Cobain's voice, is double-tracked. Okay. And um, Butch Vig, who is the producer, mm-hmm. when he would sing, when he, Kurt Cobain, would sing, the voice wasn't strong enough. And he would say to him, uh-huh. you need to double-track your voice. Right. Two voices singing the exact same thing. Exactly. Not just not just take the digital thing and then you know copy and paste it, mm-hmm. but literally double track your voice. Uh-huh. So there's a little phase in there, a little you know, a little shift, so it sounds really cool. Right. And Kurt Cobain was always like, Oh no, man, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And you know, Butch would always get him with John Lennon did it. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 yeah. And that's that's crazy. If, you know, if you watch the behind the music, he uh-huh. tells that story specifically. So huh. it is Lennon who was that much of an influence on Kurt Cobain. So at his funeral, the Beatles in my life is played. And it sounds like this on Rock School. There are places I remember. Out of the Beatles in my life for Kurt Cobain. Here's a couple we may not play. Marvin Gaye when he was laid to rest. Uh-huh. Stevie Wonder lighting up the candles. That makes total sense. That was played. Uh, when Cliff Burton was laid to rest, mm-hmm. the bassist of Metallica. Right. They played Orion, bass only. That makes it's, sense. It's a very long song. It's very loud. It's very technical. If you get a chance to listen to it, you can easily find it off of YouTube. Uh-huh. You should go and take a listen to that. And now... Uh-huh. The most inappropriate songs to play at a funeral. Oh, 
<laughs> if you're interested. I have one. Do you have one? I want to see if it's on the list. I okay, want you to read go. the list first. Well, what's your song? I'll tell you if it is or not. I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. Okay, that's not on the list, but... Pretty funny, though, not right? Not a bad song. <laughs> not a bad song. The most inappropriate songs to play at a funeral. <laughs> Light My Fire by The Doors. Staying Alive by The Bee Gees. <laughs> Disco Inferno by The Tramps. Oh. Na Na Hey Hey Goodbye by Steam. Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead from The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I want that one. <laughs> Do you? Can I have that one? Sure, That's you hilarious. Play anything you want. I'll come to your funeral <laughs> and I'll bring a date. Uh, it's the final countdown, Europe. That's fun. Another one, Bites the Dust by Queen. <laughs> I like that one. Running with the Devil, Van Halen. That should be played at yours. I, I Well, no. See, in the next break, we're going to talk about what songs get played <laughs> at our funerals. And the number one most inappropriate song to play at your funeral, uh-huh. Highway to Hell by <laughs> ACDC. And here it is on Rock School. That's fun. Okay, coming into the second break, ding dong, the witch is dead. I'll play that at your funeral. <laughs> okay. Because you're going before me. <laughs> Speaking of that, one of the things that I asked you to do, uh, this was your topic. Right. But you had me do a little bit of research for it, obviously, and you did research as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's the song you want played at your funeral? And audience as well, think about that. Right. You're, you're gone. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But what's the song you want played at your funeral? And your your hubby too, since you this this is your topic exactly, and you thought it through. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. What are the I, songs? I have a couple. Okay, I won't take up too much. My husband wants um, Blackbird by the Beatles. Okay, and Across the Universe, but he doesn't want the Beatles version. Fiona Apple. Jim Sturgis. Oh, really? Okay. Movie. Yeah, like okay. he listened to it again the other day, and he's like, "That's the one I want." And then for me, we both want Pearl Jam's "Just Breathe." Okay, Because we think it's a beautiful song. Um, I personally want the Beatles in my life. Just that's why I was laughing when you did Kurt Cobain earlier. Okay. And The Show Must Go On by Queen. I want that for my kids, to know that you have to carry on and move on. And Into the Mystic. Into the Mystic? Van Morrison. My husband sang it at our wedding. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That makes sense. It's got some sentimental, you know. So have you made the decision who's going first? Oh, he's definitely going first. Oh, he's going first? My wife says the same thing. You're gone first. Who cares? So that's that's the thing. My wife only wants one song played at her funeral. Really? That's it. it? Baby Blue by Badfinger. That's it. And I said, really? You you liked Breaking Bad that much? I never watched Breaking Bad. Really? It was mm-hmm. the song that ended Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I, I know the song. She said, no, I liked I liked Badfinger before Breaking Bad, and that just sort of solidified it for me. Huh. So she wants Baby Blue played mm-hmm. one more. And I said, you realize the first line in the song is, guess I got what I deserved. <laughs> she said, I don't care. I want the song played at my funeral. I said, okay, fine. And she said, what songs do you want played at your funeral? I said, I don't care. I'm dead. <laughs> you can play whatever songs you want. Mm-hmm. So the songs that she has chosen. Yes. Um, Travel and Song by Billy Joel. 
Okay. That's the song that I played constantly waiting for my daughter to arrive. Aw. Uh, Watching the Wheels by John Lennon. Okay. That's the song that I played constantly waiting for my son to arrive. Mm-hmm. A Nightingale Sang in Barclay Square. Okay. That's the song I consider my wife's and my song. It's a big band tune, but uh-huh. I specifically like the version by uh, the Brian Setzer Orchestra. I'm going to have to listen to that A one. Nightingale Sang in Barclay Square. Specifically mm-hmm. get the uh, Brian Setzer Orchestra version. Okay. And I know it's pronounced Barclay Square, but pronou- but spell it Berkeley. Square B E, okay. right? Okay, it's in it's in London, England, and we specifically made a trip to London to see it. Oh, that's fun. Okay, uh, and then some Van Halen song, and I said, I don't care. Choose whatever one you want, except Jump. Funny. I'm bored, sick of Jump. <laughs> Pick whatever one you want. She said, like Unchained. I said, perfect, fine, play it. Just whatever song None you want. None of your own originals. No. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You know, no one wants to sit through them while I'm alive. Why don't I make them sit through it while I'm dead? So. That's, a, that's a conversation I have with my husband. He's like, I have to play a Nod song. I just don't know which one. Uh, and I was like, let me pick. I'll pick. <laughs> so good. Who else is listening to us? You got one more radio station for us? Radio Universidad in Salamanca, Spain. That's it. That's the last time you'll mention a radio station. Oh, yep. And it's one that I really like mentioning. There you are. We'll be back in a minute on Rock School. All right, coming out of the break, uh-huh. what do you got? I just wanted to point out earlier we were talking about the UK's top 10 funeral songs. Right, always look on the bright side of life, won't it? Right. Yes. Well, on my list that I have here, again from uh, americansongwriter.com. Yes. The most unusual top songs, um, always look on the bright side of life, is actually number six. Oh, okay. Yeah, which I thought was odd. And it is unusual because it's from the life of Brian. Oh, which, which is the is, funniest one to it me. It is. It's an amazingly sacrilegious movie oh, yeah. about a lot of people who believe it's, it's a parallel story to the life of Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. a lot of these people believe that this Brian guy uh-huh. is Christ and he keeps yelling, I'm not. And at the end he gets crucified. And while he's being crucified... Uh-huh. They're singing this look on the bright side, of it, and he's going to die within three days. So it's it's a terribly sacrilegious film. So to oh, play yeah. it at your funeral in a church mm-hmm. is quite, you know, you're, I don't know, you're kind of hurting your chances of getting into heaven. Anyway, go ahead. What are the other ones? All most, right. What are um, they? The most what? The most what? The most unusual top oh, okay. songs. Do you want Swing me to just list it. them all? Go ahead. Start all right. at number 10. Number 10, Power. Crows and Australian Football League team songs? Sure, that's these are sports people. Again, it's like playing yeah. the NFL theme. Okay, this one's fantastic. Yeah. Number nine, I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred. Sure, why not? Really? Sure. All right, number eight, Hit the Road Jack by Willie Nelson. I love it. Makes sense. Number seven, Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead. Excellent. Uh, number six, mentioned before, Always Look on the Bright Side of Life by Monty uh-huh. Python. Right. Number five, I'll Sleep When I'm Dead by Bon Jovi. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Uh, number four is Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. Uh-huh. Three is Highway to Hell by ACDC. Yeah. Two is Stairway to Heaven 
by Led uh, Zeppelin. Okay, the problem is you make an entire congregation sit for almost eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. And actually, number one is on my list of things. Um, the Show Must Go On by Queen. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't find that last one, The Show Must Go On, I don't find that unusual. I don't either. I think it's a great song. And I think it was written when he was kind of, Freddie Mercury was oh, towards the on end. his deathbed. Towards yeah. the end. And speaking of Freddie Mercury. Yes. Freddie Mercury planned his entire funeral. He knew oh, yeah. the end was nigh. Absolutely. I mean, he knew it. Certainly did. And planned his entire funeral before his death. I don't know if... You know, they say, do you want to know the day it's happening? I don't mm-hmm. know. Would you want to know the day? I go back and forth. Yeah. There's something comforting about it, and there's mm-hmm. something horrifying about it. I would want to know not only the day, but how's it going to happen? Is well, it going to be bango in a plane crash, or uh-huh. do I slowly fade into that good night? Well, and this is the thing. I think I would take, if I, if I knew the date, I would take more risk with my life, because I would know this is not the day that I'm going to die, so oh, sure. why not? Let me try sure. it. Let's you know? jump off the top of the building. Exactly. I, right. This is sure. not the day. As, as they say, you won't die today, but you might break both legs. Sure. <laughs> Elton John and fellow Queen bandmates were obviously in attendance, and all less than 40 people were there, and the song he chose to send himself off with was Aretha Franklin's Precious Lord, You've Got a Friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he surrounded himself and enjoyed people who had voices oh, absolutely. that were better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And so we'll play it. It's Aretha Franklin here on Rock School. When you're down in trouble You need some love and care. Okay, final break here on Rock School. Coming out of Aretha Franklin's Precious Lord, You've Got a Friend. Just have a few more for you to uh, hear about. Frank Sinatra, he had Ave Maria, Moonlight in Vermont, in the wee, wee small hours of the morning. So no my way? No, and (laughs) put your dreams away. They also tucked a bottle of whiskey, a Zippo lighter, and ten dimes into the casket. Why the dimes? In case he needed to make a phone call. (laughs) And that's all I got for you. That's it. And that's it for you. That's it. Yeah, you I've are done. I've enjoyed it so much. How long have you been here? Probably about a year and a half. Yeah, that's yeah, you've been here a good long while. Mm-hmm. I should probably tell the story real quickly about how you became <laughs> the uh the co-host. Mm-hmm. What happened was you were you were here when Beth West was yep. the co-host. And Beth, mm-hmm. she had to come all the way from from Slidell. Right. Which is a good 45-minute drive. Right. And every time it would run into trouble with her. I would run to somebody else. Hey, look, I need a co-host. Hey, look, mm-hmm. I need a co-host. And when I couldn't get a regular co-host, somebody that co-hosted the show before, I'd stare at you and go, get in here. And this is 7.30 a.m. Right, on a Monday morning. morning. I just need someone to bang an, <laughs> you know, bang an idea off of. Uh-huh. And you were kind enough to come in and sit down. And when Beth finally said, I... It's become too much. I can't do the show anymore. Mm -hmm. And she started looking for another position and finally got one. She's out in Portland, Oregon right now. Oh, yes. Um, I looked at you and said, 
are you interested in doing this? And you said, oh, I guess I will if I... Good, thank you. And I walked out of your... <laughs> Your office. It was never an option. No, it wasn't. And you came in and sat down. That's You were forced into it, even though, from what I understand, you were nervous as anything, which was nice I of was. you to come in and sit. I was. Very I'm, nice. I'm so thankful to be, be on this show and host it with you um, because you were one of my professors when I was in college. It's true. And I looked up to you then. So I got to sit next to you and hear all the things that they will never hear. That's true. <laughs> I curse a lot more than you think I do. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, so do you. you oh, know. I think I'm worse than you. Filthy-mouthed young mm-hmm. lady. So we'll end with always look on the bright side of life. Thanks again. Yay. And next week, my wife will be sitting in this. As a matter of fact, I'm done in this studio. I'm building a, a full-range studio in my home, uh, and we'll do everything from there. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm stealing some wall treatments from your husband. Yes, I heard. yep So that's going to do it. Thank you very much again. Thank you. That'll do it. Class is dismissed. Some things in life are bad. They can really make you mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. When you're chewing on life's gristle, that grumble, give a whistle. And this'll help things turn out for the best. And always look on the bright side of life.